Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader of one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using the code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings daily fantasy lineup. Baseball fans. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get on all the daily fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Head out to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes and only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You are now tuned in to the Windy City. You Benders are now tuned Podcast. in to the, the Windy, Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCBP. All right, it's another edition of the WCB Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. It is Jerem. It's Tanner. What's up, bud? Shit, man. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing and everything all at once. <laughs> Yeah, we are uh, officially into uh, the final couple days of Blackhawks hockey. Uh, there's about 8.50 left in the uh, third period of this last or second to last game of the season. Um, it's a little depressing. A little depressing that come this time tomorrow, we're going to be done with done with hot hockey for a little bit until October. Yeah. God willing. Oh, man. Yeah, seriously. Let's not get any pushbacks. Let's not get another shortened season. We got an exciting little uh, off season coming up. So it's yeah, this is we are about to hit that period of just going to be nonstop hockey. You got playoffs, then you got the expansion draft, then you got the regular draft, and you got free agency, and that's going to go right into pretty much right into training camp almost. Well, I mean, it's going to be a little bit more normal, but still a lot of hockey stuff coming up. It's going to be fun to talk about. It's getting exciting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's just jump into some uh, quick little Hawks recap. I know we're going to plan on doing more of a, a season recap episode once everything's said and done. Um, so we're just going to quickly touch on the games that just happened. Uh, Tanner's got a couple quick little, you know, little stats about the Hawks he's going to throw out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we got a shit ton to talk about in the rest of the league. Yeah, the the league just wanted to go off this past week. (laughs) It was like everybody was like, hold my beer because I'm going to one-up the the last last day because it's just unreal. Um, So, yeah, let's let's just jump into it really quick with uh, the Hawks. Monday night. Monday night, all they needed to do to w- was win to keep their dreams alive, and they got their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Terrible start to the game. Subban was playing. Um, Surprise. He let in the, the first two goals he let in were off of him. It was just not not great. Like, 
I can't remember who scored the first one. Uh, it, Doug- it was Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, he threw it in from the corner, went off a Subban stick and right through his legs. And it's like, oh, that's that's awful. And then whoever the, scored the second one, just off the post and off the back of his foot, right in. Just, that's just how it's going to go today. <laughs> when you need the dub the most. Just, you go to Subban and you don't get it. The Yeah, the hockey guys just turn their backs on you. I mean, this team just – Carolina was just out – to just get in playoff form. Um, they only let up 17 shots on goal uh, from the Hawks, which wasn't very good. Um, face-off percentage was just all Hurricanes, 60-40. Uh, kept the power play off the board. It was just – this wasn't a good game. Um, oh. I will say, though, I'm kind of glad for this game because it set the tone for uh, championship week for me. Aho went off. Uh, it helped pros before Aho's uh, win a championship. Not a big deal. Three time, baby. Let's go. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, I care. I needed that six seed going into it. Let's go. Um, but yeah, not fun to watch. I mean, Delia got his got another chance though. Yeah, he's back. I Delia's think, back. <laughs> I think that was probably the highlight of it. Delia comes in, uh, stops all fourteen or nineteen shots that he that he faced. Um, I mean, he he looked good. He made some big saves, and like you were saying, like the thing in the last spot is like we'll probably get to see him, and like we were hoping to get to see him because like it feels bad that he got two games at the beginning of the season, got shit on when the team was also playing like trash and. Then he was just never seen or heard from again. <laughs> yeah, I think he honestly probably got the worst end of the stick with uh, this whole goalie competition. Yeah. I just – not only – like the only thing that I question, it's like Lincoln, yeah, you can totally totally justify him getting the playing time he did. I still just kind of don't get why Subban got as much as he – much as he did, like especially if a couple like struggling, like struggle starts, why didn't they bring Dealey up? You know, give him that shot. I don't know why it took to being eliminated from the playoffs and nothing I mean, to play for to give him a give him another look. That's all. I mean, he wasn't like his save percentage and goals against average in Rockford wasn't any better. But yeah. also that team has nobody. Like all right. the all the rookies are on on the Hawks right yeah. now. Yeah, everybody get all the good players are up on Chicago. But oh yeah, he's a uh, oh no, they're all signed for next year. Yeah, we we're fine on the goalies right now. Yeah. So that was the first game. Then the second game against Carolina was a uh, Tuesday night. This one I. That one, Delia did play the whole game. I think he let in four. Yeah, because I thought it said like he was twenty six for tw- or twenty two for twenty six, um, and like two empty netters or something. <sighs> just frustrating to watch because I remember like it seemed like they were gonna come back and then it just didn't didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't see, the, I didn't watch this game. But oh no, wait, they were winning this game. That's what it was. It was legit. Like they like the scored the first scored the first one. Mike Hardman scored his Hardman first. got his first of the of his career. And then 
Yeah, then uh, Caroline just went off. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that's what. That's from uh, now. I remember. Dabrinkit's so good though. He scored two. So he had at that point had twenty eight on the year. Keener was up to forty nine assists. Uh, Mitchell got back into the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I got not much to say on this one. It's just, yeah, I think they're probably a little deflated. Like, they came out hot, and they just let up everything. And, I mean, they're already eliminated. They play, they played, like, every – they played the whole lineup still. Like, they didn't take anybody out. And Ozil got his first NHL point on Hardman's goal. Hey, nothing special. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just defeated. But they uh, then Delia played again. <laughs> he got in all three games against the Hurricanes and played great. Two to one win. Overtime win. Still yeah. in with Stillman the- gets his first goal of his career. Is it his first career? That's his first of his career. Oh, shit. Yeah. And wow. and Debrinket gets the OT dub because he's disgusting. It was a clutch goal too, because it was like what was like four minutes left to tie it. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a tip. Yeah, tip from the point. It was good, and then I mean, even today, like Mackenzie Enwistle scored the first goal of the game today, and that's his first of his career. So we got three this week alone, and, and that's <laughs> on top of. All right, so here's the list of uh, first NHL goals on the Blackhawks right now. So you got Suter, that's one. Hagel, two. Kurashev, three. Kalnick four, um, Ian Mitchell five, Bowden six. Um, what do we say? Stillman seven, Hardman eight, and Wessel nine. Nine rookies getting their first NHL goal this year on the Hawks. The kids can play. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, the only other thing that, like, because I didn't get to watch the game, the two to one game, but the only other things that are that I know worth mentioning are Keith and Connolly went on with concussions. And Keith, it was the worst situation. He got, uh, he got hit by the ref jumping up on the board to avoid the play. And his knee just went right into, Oh, to break it scored again. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And just Keith got the linesman knee to the face. So he'll be, he'll be done for the year. Uh, yeah. Going to be done for the year. Both in concussion protocol. Um, I wonder if that's going to be the last we see of Connolly. I wonder if if Seattle takes a takes a shot at him. Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I think that we have, we're going to have much better options that are going to be left available. And unless, like, I mean, the Hawks are ca- totally capable of just eating that contract at this point. It's not anything huge. We have like we're going to have the cap space. Um, and there's no reason to like offer Seattle like any sort of deal to take his cap hit. Oh no, no, loss. yeah, no, I totally no, understand. No. I just seen I've seen a couple like different hockey like accounts saying like it, it's been flipping between um Dahan and Connolly lately. Or the two that oh. have- I mean if they want to take Connolly, go for it, but I doubt that happens. I think yeah, like Dahan is like probably the best option. I mean, unless they just, if they have other options that they're looking at where they're taking on salary cap and they want to get less cap, they would take Connolly for an extra year, but like a million less. I think it's sick. 
I think it would be interesting to see if they uh, if they end up taking Brett Burns because there's a rumor that he's going to be exposed and with that big contract and all that, I'll be curious how that that might. Yeah, just... he's he's going to be like 64 years old when that contract ends. <laughs> we were talking about that in our group chat. Like it blows my mind. I thought him and Carlson were way closer in age. No, he's are. he's like 36. Yeah. yeah, he's 36 years old. He has four more years on his deal after this year. God. It takes him up till he's 40. And then the other thing too is they have Mark Edward Vlasic, and he's yeah. 34, and he's got five years left on his deal, which takes him up to 39. And then even Eric Carlson, like his isn't terrible, but he's got like what six or seven more years left. Oh, he and just he, signed a new ticket, I thought. Yeah, and he's he's thirty. It's just like I don't know. Carlson's still like decent. Yeah, I saw him undress Kessel on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey Kessel, congratulations on nine hundred points. Here, let me dance for you. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Um. What else for the Hawks? I yeah, like to break it. I mean, he just scored again that we were saying, but that's 31. So he hit 30 goals again. So that's a great turnaround from last year. When how many did he have last year? Not even 25, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's see. I feel like it was like 16. 18. 18. See, something stupid like that. So he had his career stats. Goals for right now is 28, 41, 18, and 31 with one game to go. Up sirens. <laughs> Wouldn't it be um, so without sirens. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I mean, he's unbelievable. And with Kane getting a point, they showed this on during the broadcast, but with Kane getting an assist on one of his, I think it was on one of the Brinkett's goals. Um that gives him 50 assists on the year, and that gives him seven seven seasons with 50 plus assists. He had his 50th assist on the end whistle goal. Oh, it was the end whistle one? Okay. Yeah. And then he up, but he 51 on the Debrinket second or first goal. I wonder if it's seven seasons with at least 51 plus assists. <laughs> <laughs> Even more special. I think the only ones ahead of him were like Denny Savard and Stan Makita with like eight and nine, and like, I think Kaner is more than capable of getting three more seasons of 50 plus assists. Cause like he did 50 plus assists this year in 50, what 50 something games. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You don't think he's going to be able to get 50 plus assists next year with 82. Like not going to happen. It's going to for sure. God, he's just, I'm just looking at his stats. Like he's good. He Kaner's should be good. like, he should be dropping off. Like, this is the time like his career should be starting to like taper off and start going down, but he's just getting better. It's he's the opposite of how everyone else's career goes. Thank really God for that. Crazy. But I mean, how long his, I always forget. When is their contract up? Um, 22. I got like two more years. Oh, so yeah, the 22-23 season. Yeah. Okay, so 23-24, he'll be UFA. Not hit Pittsburgh. The fuck? Um, yeah, I mean, the other – oh, the other thing, too, that I have for Hawks before we go on to, like, all the NHL stuff, we talked about this in our group chat, but 
the fucking community warm-ups that they had. Oh, God. How amazing were those? So filthy. If anybody that's listening has not seen them, go look them up because they're going to be on auction. I don't know for how long, though. I want to see where those are going to be at and how much they're at. But they are just amazing. They're white, you know, like white warmups with like the Hawks. It just says Chicago Blackhawks in like, like a script a kind of font. Yeah. But it's like Chicago colors with like red and baby blue or like sky blue. And then in the numbers, they have like just continual like Chicago stars, like from the flag, just decorating the entire inside of the numbers. And I just want an actual jersey with it that's not a warm-up. It would just be amazing. Oh, got another thing to write down. Jeez. <laughs> so just I'm looking at so much NHL stuff. Yeah, I'm looking right now to see if they got the bidding up for it. They got some cool shit on here that you like in their NHL auctions. Hey, and the Hawks win three or four to two against the Dallas tonight. Hey, let's go. Would have been nice to have that a little bit earlier on the year, but hey, we'll take I it. I mean, also, it's the first game with home with fans in the stands. So that's good. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's like old school Blackhawks that we're we're used to, like growing up. Oh yeah, when just... <laughs> even oh that might God. be too many fans though. That's true. It's crazy, but yeah, I'm Hawks win. That brings them what two and two on the week. Two and yeah. two, yeah. Finishing the season strong, two game win streak. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, well, the, those jerseys aren't up yet. No, I don't think they would be up for sale at the moment. Well, I guess it's it, though. Saluting the fans. Love to see it. Yeah, I can't, can't wait to go back to a game next year. I know. I, I really debate about going tomorrow. <laughs> are, you, are the tickets, like, even available? I don't know. I, I At one point, I was looking at them, and then I was like, eh. I kind of would rather wait until it's kind of more normal. True. It's going to be crazy. I don't know. I went to the Cubs game. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to NHL. We'll we'll cover the Hawks season and There's all that. so but much there, yeah. NHL. There's so much. And let's so where do you want to start? Where do you even want to start? Let's start. Let's, I mean, let's start with the Tom Wilson. <laughs> So there are three guarantees in life. Death, paying your taxes, and Tom Wilson being a fucking scumbag. I think it's I think you did a great job. You did? <laughs> I think you did a great job. I think you did nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm like so I'm like when I first saw it, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he would do that. But it's like it's also in slow-mo. And I don't know if he like was trying to kill Buchnevich, but Okay. Dude, he dragged the guy down headfirst into the ice, and when the yeah. guy is like, can't even defend himself, he's throwing shots at him in the at his head. Yeah, I, man. I and, and then he got I, fined for it. I can defend him for what he did with Panarin more than I can defend him for that shit. Yeah, I don't know. How Panarin came fine, but yeah, the Panarin, Panarin came at him. The thing that is. I don't know. If you're in a scrum and the smallest guy on your team goes after somebody huge, 
you should be stepping in for him, not having him get ragdolled by somebody. But here's the thing. The Rangers have nobody big. And the fact that, like, I mean, it's it's weird. I don't know if it was suspension worthy, honestly. <laughs> like, it looks terrible, but, like, it was basically fucking everybody fighting – and he's just bigger than him. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I think it, he took a few shots at him that, like, were unnecessary. But they're like, oh, like, he could have killed him. It's like, well, then don't, don't fucking jump him. And, like, on the, like, I don't know. Like, he was just. So I agree with you. The more I look, the more I looked at it, I don't agree. Like, I don't agree with the, the outrage, it's, outrage it's causing. Like, oh, he should be suspended and all that. My issue, though, is with him and all the shit that he always pulls. Yeah. At what point does the repeat offender come into play to kind of send like that message? You know what I'm saying? Like he continuously, he gets fined. He's been suspended multiple times. He gets fined. It's like, at what point do you got to step up and say, Hey, all right, you're sitting, you're losing a lot more than five grand. Right. And it's like, what's it going to take? Like, we look for like, what, a Pertuzzi situation where he just loses his fucking mind and something like that happens and somebody gets hurt, seriously hurt? Like, what? I don't know. It That's up to George Peros, who thinks that nothing wrong happened, basically. And only find him five grand for the Buchnevich thing and not anything else. But, like, that's the thing. Like, they were... I don't know. It's not his fault. Panarin's a lot smaller than him, and Panarin went after him because oh yeah, he, he takes boxing classes in the off season, and thinks that he can manhandle somebody that's probably sixty pounds heavier than him. I but, think yeah, no, I one hundred percent am okay with what happened with Panarin. It sucks that Panarin got hurt. It shouldn't even have been Panarin to step in. That's the thing that's driving me crazy. That everybody's like, oh, he never should have done that to Panarin. Why is Panarin there in the first place? Because nobody else is fucking going to step up for him. Like, where's, where is anybody on the team that's not Panarin? He's been, like, he all of a sudden, more. Tom Wilson gets jumped on, like, jumped on from somebody, and he's going to turn around and just be like, oh, you're Artemi Panarin. I shouldn't fucking fight back. Yeah. Um, so that brings me kind of like a question I want to ask you. It's like, this game is turning to more, you know, more skill, more finesse, you know, elite players like that. But this league still needs the quote unquote goon type player. The quote unquote they, skilled goons. Right. They need somebody that can step up and shut this shit down. And I've seen a lot of people commenting. Um, one of our friends of the show, Cody. Um, said is like you bring back enforcers, bring back goons. People are like, well, what? Then we have a million more Tom Wilsons out there. No, you bring back the enforcer role. This stuff stops. Yeah. You let the players police themselves. That's what's missing now is that there's no, the, the, the officials aren't going to call what they need to be calling. The league isn't going to discipline that the way that they need to be disciplining. You need to have that enforcer role out there so these guys can police the game themselves and go back to the code of what the league was among the players. Yeah, they just don't want it to be like that because it's it's not as marketable towards families to have goons out there. And then it's just old-time hockey 
And it's like, all right, well, you know what? Your CBA agreement with the fucking Department of Player Safety only allows a $5,000 maximum fine if it's not a suspension. Yeah. And that's a fucking penny to somebody that's making four plus million dollars a fucking year. Like, well, like what you said, though, too, it's like bring, they need to be skillful enforcers. A Tom yeah. Wilson type player. Yeah. Tom Wilson is a fantastic hockey player. He doesn't have to be doing the shit that he does. Well, I think the other thing that also set off a lot of people was the fact that uh, he looks like a jackass sit, standing in the in the box oh, with his yeah. arms out and no jersey. Uh, uh. And then also the fact that the Washington Capitals social media oh. decided to just go Tom Wilson chooses violence and then like made some shit post. <laughs> Everybody's like, this is the like most distasteful thing I've ever seen. Tone death situation like yeah done like panarin's out for the rest of the season like i like i feel bad for panarin but the fact that like you're having your superstars put themselves in a position of like going to fight somebody i don't think any coach is gonna be like yeah go do that i'm pulling up the rangers right now i want to see their biggest player is like brendan smith and I mean, going into the, the the best part about this season is the fact that there's fucking like head to heads basically every 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 time. Like unless it was like a makeup game that has to get tossed in, you're basically playing two game series. Yeah. And and that was game one of a two game series. And you know everybody in the Rangers was pissed because they sent out a little note that said they didn't think that it was right that Tom Wilson didn't have a suspension. They didn't think that. George Peros isn't fit to do his job anymore. And I think it, the craziest thing to me that I'm feeling is I feel like such a hypocrite because when it first was happening, I was like, yeah, I'll suspend him. And you're like in the heat of the moment. Then I'm like, kind of actually really pulling back and looking at it. It's like, I'm just pissed that Panarin got hurt. Yeah. I think, yeah. And, and everybody's the- just mad because it's Tom Wilson. It's the whole for me. It's the whole booch thing. I think it, it's yeah. ridiculous. like driving a guy's head to the ice. Okay, yeah. fine. You you give him off your goalie, whatever. If he snowed your goalie, you get him off. You drive him down, fine. But driving him down to the ice, basically holding him down, and yeah. when he can't get up to defend himself, you you sucker punch him. That yeah. there's bullshit to me. That that's, is my, that's my issue with the whole Tom Wilson situation. Yeah, I mean, suspend him for that then. Yeah, that, I would justify him and like, okay, yeah, totally. They come up with all these other suspensions this past week too for other things that were nowhere near like as like non-hockey plays. But before we get to that. Jesus. So so Tom Wilson does all this shit. Then the Dolan, the owner of the Rangers, Dolan, puts out that statement about. Was it from him? Yeah, it was from like it came from ownership. Okay, and then he's like, "Peace out, uh, fuck you, GM so, and president." Yeah, so he does that. The next day after that statement comes out, they fire the president and the GM, which is ludicrous because they have done a great job, I think, with that rebuild. The, the one year rebuild. Yeah, they did a great job. <laughs> they, they missed the playoffs this year because they're in a tough division. But, I mean, they had the first overall pick in Lafreniere. I mean, what's he going to do? They're, he's on a kind of small team. Yeah. Like, so then after that happens, then the team gets fined $250,000 for that comment. 
yeah. so they got fined 50 times the amount of Tom Wilson got for like <laughs> what caused the comment. I don't think there's a CBA agreement for how much a you know. team can get fined. So <laughs> I saw somewhere online though it was it was kind of similar where the five thousand dollars to Tom Wilson, if for them getting fined with how ex- like the worth of the team is like one point three billion or something like that. Or I mean that could that sounds like a way higher number than I I said it, but it might not be that that off. For what the Rangers like or what is one point it's like one point three billion is how much the Rangers are worth. And so like the percentage that Tom Wilson's fine was to them is two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> like Something uh, like it, it was just like a weird math thing, but I I don't know. One point six five billion they're worth. One point six five. Yeah. Yeah, and whatever Tom Wilson makes, like, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. He's making da, 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 five point one six 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 continued. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, his his percentage of like the five thousand dollars ends up being like almost the same percentage as $250,000 to that like team. <laughs> so it's, it's an equal fine based on percentages. Basically. God, the great- I don't know. I didn't do the math. I thought I read it. If that's wrong, let me know. I don't know. The greatest meme that came out of the list was the one I sent to our group where it was like the, the Homer Simpson sitting in the, in the bathtub and Bart Simpson with the chair coming up to hit him. And it was the New York Rangers Homer and Bart is Tom Wilson and just, dummy it's just so funny like how one act from tom wilson just essentially blew up that franchise i the, oh my god what was the other things that were sent in our group chat it was it was all of the other like people just shitting on washington capitals fans for like defending tom wilson and i think it was the funniest funniest thing let's see oh here we go i'm gonna read a couple of these just because it's so funny so it's just okay. <laughs> from the Danny All-Star 15 Twitter account. Tom Wilson comes out of warm-ups with a rocket launcher. He fires it across the ice. The explosion kills half the other team. He's laughing hysterically. He fires another rocket. The entire other team is fucking dead on the ice. 46-year-old in the upper, upper bowl, rent-free. <laughs> <laughs> the whistle blows. A scrum ensues. Tom Wilson pulls out a pistol and starts shooting guys on the other team. They're all dead. He reloads. He then shoots everyone on his team. Everyone dies. Blood everywhere. Then Caps fan in the crowd. That's hockey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's It's so good. It's just insane how they blindly just defend that guy. I mean, it's the same thing where it's it's the Marshawn stuff. Like, I I would like. It's one of the like. I'd love to have him on my team. I'd be pissed of all the suspensions and stuff. But fuck, man, he. He produces and gets in people's heads. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, too, yeah. like we're looking, talking about kind of like the league needs more enforcers type of thing. It's like, I was kind of yeah. thinking about it. Who else in this league could kind of, you know, put him in his position, put it like him in his place. Fucking everyone on his team. <laughs> They've got Brendan, ta- Brendan Dillon, Zdeno Chara and Alex Ovechkin. That team is terrifying to play against yeah. because of how big they are. <laughs> it's I swear to God, you're gonna see. Well, first of all, in the offseason, the Rangers are definitely overpaying for some big fucking guys. Oh, yeah. That is 100 percent gonna happen. The East is gonna go massive. 
it's just gonna be like the way that the california teams were in like the early 2010s where they are all fucking gigantic yeah and then the then there was the shift with the hawks being like very skillful and small and then now that the washington capitals are like kind of big and skillful like you're gonna see more big guys coming out to defend their small skillful guys and it's gonna be like a, a size shift you're gonna start seeing fucking more big guys getting drafted too early again in the fucking first round because of their size not their skill and all because tom wilson threw one sucker punch just the fucking butterfly effect yeah <laughs> just in time to get on espn and tnt Oh, hockey man. baby let's go let's, yeah let's go the newest rivalry that's just going to be gigantic is washington versus the rangers but like i said they have to face each other the very like two days later and a fucking line brawl started at the start of the game and how incredible i was so excited i was like i'm watching this game it's gonna i'm so excited no there wasn't it was like what a couple minutes later there was another there was six there were six fights in the first like 10 or five minutes or something like that you ryan strom like went and fought lars eller it was insane and and here's the thing brendan smith went after tom wilson because i brendan smith is the only one on the team that has any sort of size also he does not give a shit who he fights he tried to fight chara when he was in fucking detroit yeah (laughs) like he's not afraid to drop it with anybody no matter how big the size difference, because there's a, like a big size difference between both of those guys that he tried to scrap. Yeah, he got a two of five and a ten for that too. Yeah, they, they and then he said he hurt his hand or something. They kicked him out of the game. I think they were just like Tom, you got to get out of here. Yeah, so Tom got Tom got hurt. He was out, and then once he when I realized he was gone, I was kind of like, eh, I kind of don't want to watch this anymore. Like it kind of took out the well, focus. The other good thing about the game that actually happened is uh, T.J. Oshie. Yeah. So, or like, what was it that Monday? He didn't play that Monday game because his his dad had passed away. Yeah, a lot from lost bell Alzheimer's. Yeah, and which, then oh man, I still like I didn't realize that he did, and I remember people I saw people posting his his little like interview after he won the cup, and yeah. they were talking to his dad, and I was like, God damn it! And then that, and then he comes out his first game back, scores a hat trick. Yeah, and just, just breaks down after the the third goal. On it the was match. it was just one of those moments that like gives you chills when you see it happen. It's insane. We kind of talked about it. like it's insane what these athletes can do, like in situations like that. Yeah, when they when they channel a lot of like emotional energy. Oh, God! I don't know how he did it. No, no idea. But speaking of insane athletes, though. Hold on, McDavid. one more thing. <laughs> Wait, we gotta get there. We're still not done with this. Like, oh no, I know. I just no. want to keep. I just want to keep going. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just uh, vibing so right now. Game in that same game, Booch goes and cross checks oh, Manta yes. face. Yeah. He so he gets kicked out of the game. Um, then he gets a hearing with the player Department of Player Safety the next day. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh god, if he gets a suspension, this fucking is going to go off. He got suspension for a game. For him out into the face. Um, that's now, he, now he's going anything he does now, he's a repeat offender and it's only a five thousand dollar fine, so it's okay, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's so funny to just hear him because at that point, and then there was a guy in Vancouver got a game suspension for kneeing 
Uh, Dylan yeah, or Zach McEachern or yeah. Mc, is McEwen. Yeah. I don't, I, I look at the video. I couldn't see the knee. What were it, it? I don't know if it like was like an attempted knee or something, but the other funny thing about it too, is like, there's a clip that's a little bit longer where Darnell nurse is trying to like throw punches at him. Oh, and he's, he's just him. And... and he's just, he's just like, like looking at the ref, like what are you going to just let him do this? <laughs> yeah. He's like sitting there hands up, palms up. Unfazed, like... completely unfazed. It's just hilarious. So Department of Player Safety is kind of, it's always been a shit show, but I feel like it's getting really bad lately. Oh, yeah. I just it, feel like there's no. The consistency is, oh, is it's perfection. Like the, it's like the South Park clip I sent you guys in that episode where they're trying to determine the bailouts for the banks and they go and they chop the chicken's head off and it's like yeah. running around and they're playing like the kazoo. And where it lands, like that's how I imagine George Paros is just doing all these suspensions. Seriously, it, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hilarious. It's just they gotta someone's gotta get figured out. I don't know if they gotta go to like a different system, like bring in you know outside people. Like I just I don't know how they can fix it. I I'm not here to solve problems. Yeah, you should complain about them. Yep. I'm just here to bring him to light. <laughs> so that was the whole Tom Wilson. Um, anything else that I have from that? Oh, Chris Drury got named GM and president of the Rangers after all that from was from the ass- assistant GM. Yeah. So all right, McDavid. Connor McDavid. Uh he's pretty good. He's all right. He's not too bad. Um scores his one hundredth point in his fifty third game, right? Yep, 53 games. He had four points yesterday or Saturday to hit it. He scored, what, 14 points in, like, three games or some shit? <laughs> Dude, it... I'm going to pull it up. Really. It, well, he, he was playing Vancouver, who's on, like, a awful schedule right now after having, like, so many days off with the co-team – or co-team – that's, like, the weirdest word – COVID protocol. <laughs> um. So like I'm sure they're just gassed, but he's just always looking fresh as hell, skating around like nothing's ever gonna bother him because he can just skate around everybody and score thirty fucking goals and get sixty plus assists and it's just crazy how good he is. Here's my question. Now I I am not trying to take anything from McDavid. He's a fucking piece of a player though. Do you think though this is still happening if he's not playing the same division, like the same teams? Do you oh think- no, I don't think he gets a hundred points if it's playing everybody. He plays. Te- he's going to play teams like Vegas and like Colorado, and I don't think he's going to pot in a lot more goals against them. They were more defensively sound. And again, that's not taking anything away from what he did because dude, no, absolutely not. Three games is insane, but it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah. I mean, I can see it more this year than. Than anything, because you know you're playing the same teams and you're playing a division that's not very good defensively. It's just incredible, like. And he's not even when I said last year, he's not even 25 yet. Yeah, he's not even in his final form. <laughs> All, here's the take: Is he getting underpaid? <laughs> he's making 12.5 million dollars. Is that even enough? No, I don't think so. Hockey players are so vastly underpaid. Like it's ridiculous as it is. 
and talking about McDavid, I'm just curious too how much he gets paid in like endorsement money. Oh my god, I have no idea. Especially like in gotta, Canada. He's, yeah, he's got to be making bank in that, making that Canadian currency money, bro. <laughs> game. Loves. Um. So here, four, along with four okay. points Saturday, three points on the sixth, two on the fourth, four on the third, three on the first. So also, like, just speaking of like the. Canadian teams. I was telling you about this before, but uh, here's his points per game against each team. Against Winnipeg, he has nine games, 22 points for 2.44 goals or points uh, a game. Vancouver, nine games, 21 points, (laughs) 2.33. Ottawa, nine games, 21 points, 2.33. Calgary, 10 games, 18 points, 1.8. Uh, Montreal, seven games, eight points, 1.14. And Toronto, nine games, 10 points at 1.11. <laughs> Half of the division, he has over two points a game. Like, that's crazy. That's stupid. He's literally playing NHL on rookie mode. Yeah. You know, just trying to get his stats up. <laughs> God. I mean, there's no way in hell he doesn't go in the heart. And okay, so here's something too. I was thinking, should because it's such a weird season, and that you know you're only playing your division. What do you think of giving a heart for each division? Uh, stupid. Really? That's a, like, that's a, that's a dumb idea. Let's move on. <laughs> well, why? Why? No, I just like, like, or, it, I don't see the point of like doing divisional awards. But it's like, how can you really give awards when you're only playing the same teams? Like, it's it's kind of hard because it's like, if everybody got it, you know, like if you're playing every team, all these like guys that have harder divisions off. don't get those gimme, like the like gimme game. You know, I'm not saying there's gimme games. I'm trying to, like, you know what I'm saying though? Like, like if the Hawks were in, in Edmonton and. Edmonton was in Chicago and Kaner put up a uh, hundred points or like probably put up more points than he has currently. But I'm saying like you get like Austin Matthews could have, you know, put up more goals if he's facing, you know, another division he could have had. I mean, more points. Maybe, you have like, I'm just, that was a bad decision because he's in, the, I was going to say he's in the North yeah. division where he probably but, has the, no, but put like, up the but most goals. You get what I'm saying though? Like it's kind of hard. Like, it's weird. I think that it's a weird way to give awards out this year when it's like you're not truly – because how can you be considered the best of the league when you're not playing the entire league? To, like, put measurements on teams that have not played each other this season? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe you just wait until wait until whoever wins the Stanley Cup and then you go, that division had the best team. They were probably the best division. <laughs> I don't know. It's just – it's, I just that's not gonna happen. But. No, it's not. I'm just was wondering what you thought about that because, like, I just think that it's kind of hard to. It's weird to give out division titles or trophies for players, but it's also weird to give out trophies that are saying best in the league, best defenseman in the NHL, best you know most valuable player in the NHL when you're only playing eight of the NHL team or seven of the other NHL teams, six of the other NHL teams. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's going to be weird for the teams that clinched their divisions. And then it's like, okay, we're going to put up a banner for 
a division that only lasted one year. One year, yeah. And like we were saying, too, like the Central Division, three of the four teams are from the Eastern Conference. The West Division, three of the four teams are from the Central Division. It's like it's everything so so backwards. It's going to be hilarious if Colorado comes up and wins that division and they're going to have a Western or Pacific Division banner up. Yeah. And then, I mean, Carolina's going to put up a Central Division banner. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> For the Southeast Division. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's a strange year. But just speaking of more like stats, um, on McDavid's on McDavid's 99th point of the season, it was actually Leon Drysaddle's 500th point of his career. Like, man, he, like he's racking up points quick. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he he was only like well, drafted not yeah. that long ago. So when you got a linemate putting up 100 points in 50 games, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Um, but like we said earlier, Kessel hits 900. Kopitar hit a thousand. I think that was like all the milestones, really. Yeah, Phil Kessel passed Tony Amante for thirteenth all time in American points. American born players. Yeah, throw it out there. Yeah, both my boys. Does, uh, does Amani have nine eight ninety nine? Um, I see. I. Th- was looking at it and then I was like questioning it because it didn't make sense to me. Let me pull it up just to make sure I'm looking at the right thing. The Tony Amani, what he he had 900. So yeah, because Phil Castle got 900, and then he got nine nine hundred one that same game. Oh okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why I was like at first I was like wait because they were saying oh 900 point I'm like wait a second and then I was like oh yeah no he got the same two points that game, but. Yeah, Kessel. Um, then he had some coaches mutually agree to part ways. Um, Torts. I think we talked about this already, or I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, they there was chill. a lot of like speculation and stuff that like Torts wasn't going to be coming back, and it's official he's not coming back. And Rick Tockett in Arizona is not going to be coming back. And that was his decision. He it was said that he wants to pursue other opportunities. Oh wow! I so didn't know that. Washington or Seattle? Maybe. Towards Maybe. the towards towards the Arizona. Oh jeez, that actually I don't know how bad or good that would be. I feel like towards to Seattle would be good. It would be interesting, yeah. Because he's gonna, it's gonna be his favorite. It's the third and fourth liners, yeah. And Brent Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody say, hey, Torch goes to Buffalo, gets Eichel traded. Buffalo goes to the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, Buffalo needs something. Torch wasn't, like, and this is what kills is, like, Torch is, was a solid coach for Columbus for over the six years. I think he's the winningest coach in Columbus history. I think so. I, I mean, that sounds about right. They have a very short history. Then, I mean, he's gotten what the only problem this year was the fact that, like, what is it? Pierre Luc Dubois wanted out, and then it's like, okay, and then trade him one for one for line A, or not actually that one for one. I was wrong. No, but... Jack, Jack Roslevic was a part of it too. 
Um, well, then you get Line, who's essentially the same situation. That yeah. just, just he wants to pick where he wants to play, and he, yeah, until he gets that UFA status, he I think he's just going to be an issue. Yeah, it's going to be hard for him. I mean, he sat so much too. <laughs> it's not a good look. I think Jack Rossovic was like the best part of that trade for them. Oh, yeah. He's a hometown kid though, so he's like all excited to like be yeah, in Columbus. I, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a bummer for Columbus, man. I I had a lot of more high hopes for them this season. Just... Yeah. Rossovic finished with 34 points in 48 games with Columbus. And where oh Line finished with 21 in 45. So sneaky, Jack Rosvick, huge piece of that trade. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Kind of quick look in at uh, seasons wrapping up, uh, and then that's like week or so, and then playoff hockey. I think starts a week from Monday. Yeah, they have those makeup games for Vancouver, but I just don't. I don't know if maybe they're not going to play them or not. If like the teams clinch, or if they need to play them based on like actual seating. Yeah, unless he's got like a has an effect, but so the West is set. You got Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis. There could be a little bit of movement in where the teams end up, but yeah, those are all the teams that are going to be in it. I think Vegas, if they win their next game, they clinch the division. Uh, Minnesota could jump Colorado for a second, which I don't think is going to happen, but who knows at this point? Yeah, the Colorado has one more game in hand, though, so yeah, it's possible, but not likely. Uh, the Central Division set and matchups are set, so you got Carolina, Florida, Tampa, Nashville. Um, Carolina's going to take Nashville and Florida versus Tampa. Yeah, Florida versus Tampa in the first round of the Central Division playoff. Um, Totally makes could, sense. <laughs> could they could they swap places? I'm assuming they could. Um, if Tampa wait, wins their next game and Florida loses, they'll be tied in points. Yeah, but uh, Tampa has the more regulation wins. They would have to win in regulation for that to happen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Tampa. If they tie in points, yeah. so Tampa could come in second. So yeah, they're playing each other no matter what. Uh, Dallas misses the playoffs the year after making it to the final. They had a tough year, though. They didn't get Sagan back till like, this week. Oh, did he end up playing? Yeah, he's he got, like, two goals in two games. I don't know if he's playing today or not. Um, so, the game started when I was at work. Mm. Um, also, I don't – Bishop's just been shut down the whole season. Yeah, him and uh, Radulov. Yeah, so they, they lost, like, three huge guys on their team. Um, the East Division is set. Uh, Pittsburgh fucking finds a way to win the division. I don't know how they do it. Um, Washington comes in second. And then Boston and the Islanders can possibly switch spots to depending. Boston has two games in hand on the Islanders with a one-point advantage. Um, yeah, fucking Boston and Pittsburgh always finds a goddamn way. Pittsburgh traded for Jeff Carter, and then it's the first time he's ever put up four goals in a game yeah, the <laughs> like Joe, this week. The Joe Thorne hat trick. It's crazy. Yeah, he's whipping his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. the, the North Division, Toronto wins their first division title in 21 years. 
uh, Edmonton and Winnipeg clinch spots and Montreal. It's just not a fit. It's all just a matter of like, you know, the final situation coming through, which is yeah. weird. I don't understand how they. Cause Cal- Calgary has enough games oh, in, hand, in yeah. hand right now to tie them. I think if Montreal gets like one more point, then they're good. Good, yeah. So it's essentially, it's going to be Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Montreal, and then also Montreal could jump Winnipeg possibly. Yeah, so it's locked. So the top two seeds are locked, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. And then what came out too is that the NHL is relaxing COVID protocol in the playoffs for the teams in the United States, which gotta wonder what uh laner played in that part yeah his harsh words towards the like harsh but true words you know yeah i like the fact that he speaks his mind and people listen because i mean he doesn't just say shit to say shit really yeah it's basically you're gonna be it's this quick summary it's restrictions on mask wearing social gatherings all relaxed for teams individual but I believe they still have to be fully vaccinated for that to happen. Yeah, yeah they say if it, they have to be fully vaccinated or like a, like a certain amount of players or something. Yeah, there's that. Um, one of the things that we talked about last week briefly that I messed up on was uh, Ryan Miller retiring. He actually retired this week. <laughs> he played his last game. The way that when they announced it and like I looked at his stats, he hadn't played a game since like March. And so I was like, oh, I guess he's just done. But then he got into a couple games like to end his career, and just played his last game on Saturday. Yeah, had that emotional video with his parents afterwards. All the players on the Wild shook his hand, and it's just tough to watch sometimes. It's hard, and it's kind of like it's one of those things that it's like no matter what level you played, no matter how long you played, when you're playing that last competitive game it it it's heartbreaking man this is hockey is more than just a game for a lot of people and when it's your life like it is a lot of the especially the players in the league it's it's hard to say goodbye to that it's like a part of you is is essentially dying you're losing that you're losing that identity and i mean he's played 18 seasons like it's crazy his career is legal that's true. Can fuck his career. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, what you said. <laughs> I mean, he is retires as the winningest goalie of uh, American American goalie of all time. Which looking, at, I know we talked about last week, and we were asking, could Quick do it? I don't think Quick can do it. I don't think Quick's passing him. Yeah. So I think you're gonna have to look at some of the younger guys now Spencer Knight is a kid that comes to mind. I know he's only played a couple games. He's got four games that he like won four in a row. Yeah. But so he's going to be one of those guys that maybe keep an eye out for his career and all that kind of shot. But yeah, hell of a career. Um, I think David Backus is retiring too. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I think he played his, maybe one of his last games in, um, San or St. Louis, like I don't know if he was playing recently, but they actually he had talked to Darren Pang in the post game interview 
that was like broadcasted in the stadium. Um, and he was like tears in his eyes, just talking about how proud he was to play in St. Louis. And like, even though I like David Backus, like that was just like also kind of hitting me in the feels too. Yeah, it's <laughs> like damn. It's cool too that it kind of comes full circle like that. You like yeah. you're able to play your final game and you know what you did in St. Louis. I mean, you never you didn't get the cup with them, but it's like <laughs> he lost to them. Yeah. <laughs> <for> the <cup. laughs> oh, that's got it. That hurts so bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's weird to like like. Some of these players, it's awful. It's like strange to see them hanging up the skates at this point. But you're like, damn, um, you've, been playing, our, it's you've been playing for our, so long. It's making our age come like to reality how old we're getting. Yeah, right. Like all these guys coming up that are we grew up watching are now starting to hang it up, and it's like, oh god. Yeah, well, I mean, watching Ryan Miller in the 2010 Olympics just play unbelievably, just, and then David Back is just the just the battles with the Blackhawks when he was on St. Louis, like those are just so memorable. And it's like, okay, like it's a really, once they're retiring, it's like, yeah, like those are just going to be memories now. Like it's never going to happen again. <laughs> it's never like you see them on the schedule and you're like, okay, let's go. David back is Blackhawks. Let's go. Fuck you. Wakey, wakey. And oh all my that. God. <laughs> <laughs> like we laugh now because it happened, but like, you know, it was probably a, a very, very questionable hit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people blindly, you know, supporting their players that do something stupid. Yeah. Um, We've done it. Yeah. And I think there's going to be a lot more retirements coming. And I th- really think that a lot of players, the shortened season and all this and those weird start and go type of thing, you're going to see a lot of these older guys are going to finally hang it up. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who announces it this offseason. True. Well, I got nothing else written down. Yeah, I think this is just a little quick, little yeah. quicker episode. Um, yeah, so we do have some cool stuff coming up. Um, but so as always, make sure you follow us on social media at WCB Podcast. Follow, subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Tell us how great we're doing. And even if you hate us, still give us five stars, but you can tell us how much you hate us in the five-star review. <laughs> um, follow the, the Hockey Podcast Network and all their social media and check out their site. DraftKings promo code, the hockey or THPN uh, for exclusive offers to millions of dollars of prizes. You can play more than just basketball, what the ads always say. <laughs> yeah right um yeah what do you want to call this one episode 135 oh man <laughs> um let's call it uh, end of the season <laughs> season ender also i was on a i was on a little podcast and i don't know what's gonna be coming out but a little one called tendy talk washed up goalie Go check it out. It'll eventually it'll be out. You know, yeah. keep keep your eyes open. We'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll try and get him out on a on our show too. Yeah. He's a good you guy. Got, if you're if you're a weirdo and like goalie stuff, definitely check him out. Some yeah. reason he only wants to talk to goalies. That was so funny the first time he messaged us. Like, looking to talk to uh, Tanner or Potsy. Sorry, Nolan Tanner or Nolan Jerem. This isn't for you, <laughs> bud. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. 
<laughs> it's exclusive exclusive to us. <laughs> no, I'm excited to hear that one. He, he always has some interesting interviews. So, and knowing you, you are an interesting character, bud. So, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing interesting going on. <laughs> All right. So, for Tanner and Jerem, we will uh, we'll check you on the next one. All right. Later, boys. Love you. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast. <laughs>